Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are so excited to be back once again to get together and talk about real woman issues that concern friends, wives, mothers, educators, and entrepreneurs. I cannot wait to start the show, so let's get going. Welcome back, Mom! <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Are we still in Jamaica? Welcome back, Mom. No, we are hey, on, We are on American soil now, but I just wanted to talk like this because this was our last episode. We were on the sunny, sunny yes, beach, not beaches, rocks. Oh. Can we talk about how Jamaica's beaches have two separate sides? Like there's the resort side and then there's the public beaches, which are rocks. That you have to pay to get into. Oh my gosh, it's a lot. It's That's a lot. an elephant in the room. We should talk about it. Maybe so. Oh, I'm gonna put it. I think we should table what we were about to talk about. Okay. And put it on an elephant in the room because that would lead us to that article that was posted today about travelers in Jamaica. Oh. Today. Okay. All okay. right. Go ahead, girl. So happy to be back, though. Yes, I am so excited. We are excited to be back in Georgia and recording from home in the new year. Um, not home, from our home recording base. Yes. In the new year. Um, so, Friend Fix? Friend, friend Fix! fix. We harmonized, because my voice is almost gone. It's a little bit deep. I like Burr. it. You went to tenor. I thought it was a tenor already, but I'm okay. With bass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next one. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay, so. What's on your mind, girl? You were well, so. I, my phone kept buzzing oh throughout God. the Golden Globes. It's award season, okay? Yes. And it just keeps going on. Um it's just a lot. First of all, before we even get started, because I just popped into my head, I'm obsessed with Kate Hudson's um, dress at the SAG Awards, I think, that pink dress with black dots. It was so different. But anyways, I loved it. If y'all want to check it out, look at Kate Hudson, SAG Awards. I think hands down, that was like the most beautiful and original thing that I've seen. All right, so... Golden Globes set it off, and in so many ways, I know we haven't really talked about it, but the set whole... Set it off, I suggest, y'all. Set it off, I suggest, mm-hmm. Oh, I see you pulled set it, it up. I'm about to put it on a page. Okay. Um. So, all black event, all women wore black, and it was the Time's Up, Me Too situation, so yeah. it was basically Hollywood women and men. Standing up against um, 
women inequality or sexual abuse in the workplace. So it was like a really powerful event. Every time anyone came on the stage to accept an award, they had said something really, really like profound. I was crying the whole time. I was like, oh my God, these women, black women, white women were just sharing, you know, their hearts. It's just woman. It's nice to see women coming together, realizing our strength and power mm-hmm. because, you know, historically women in general yeah. have been the minority, have been oppressed. And right. This year, last year started a revolution. Yeah. For women. Starting with, which we just had our year anniversary of the Women's March. Oh my gosh. It's been, which, it's been a year already? Yeah. They had it like this past weekend. And um, cool. I actually was reading up on that. They were calling it the Million Woman March, which um, there was a little background to it. Uh, apparently they had to change the name because the Million Woman March was after like African-American women. So there was a little dissension in Uh-oh. there. Um, which I think we'll talk about that whole, that whole, that whole thing later. Cause there's a lot we discovered. We were talking to like a lot of fun women, intelligent women in Jamaica, but we were definitely talking about, you know, the difference between African-American women and, and white women and women of color, like all of that. Like, I feel like that's an elephant in the room. Culturally. Yeah. That we probably will address. And I would love to address it here because we have listeners of all types. And I feel like enlightenment is key on this podcast. So back to golden globes, set it off. Our lovely queen of all women. (laughs) (laughs) She's a queen. Too late. Oh, it quit. Oh, no, nope. it's gone. Sorry. <laughs> are you gonna cut that out? Or are you gonna let everyone? Nope, hear? I'm gonna let them hear. You are so wrong. I'm for gonna that. let them hear all Edit. of it. All. Too. No. It's really gone. Sorry. I was swing, swinging. Nope. So, I was singing the whole time in Jamaica. It's all gone now. She sure did. We were harmonizing. <laughs> I was harmonizing. She was harmonizing. We did One Love, and that was, like, my most favorite moment. It was beautiful. When our entire group sang One Love. I almost started crying. In the Bob Marley Museum. It was perfect. Golly. And also, shout out to the Bob Marley Museum for featuring Sweet Tea and Sunshine while we were down there. That was really cool. Like, she just identified us. Right. And was like, I want you to, I want to talk to y'all. That was cool. How does she know? I don't know. So anyways, yeah, shout out to that. And you but remember guys, we talked to you guys about energy. So just know that people can feel your energy in whatever place you go. Right. Um, so back to Oprah, our queen. No. <laughs> <laughs> she won um, the Cecil B. DeMille Award for her contributions to the world of entertainment. Um, and she just mentioned a lot of black history moments. Um she talked about, you know, Reese Taylor and her story. Google it. It is amazing. Um, she died short of her 90th birthday, but it was a rape story that was investigated, led by Rosa Parks. And um, basically, it led to a standing ovation about Time's Up. And Oprah was like, and I quote, a new day is on the horizon. And when that day finally dawns, it will be because of you. 
It will take us to the time where nobody has to say me too again. Amen. All right, Pastor Oprah. It was like, and I almost, the energy was so electric for me (laughs) in my bedroom. But I kept looking at some of the men. And there was like a lot of little side, there was a lot of like man hater comments that like the speakers were saying. And I was like, I wonder what it's like to be a man in a room where they're all revolutionary about what's going on with women. Well, here's the problem. Here's the thing I say. If mm-hmm. you were feeling a little uncomfortable at that moment, right? that must mean that there has been a time, mm. I think in reflection, mm-hmm. There must have been a time when you may have done that. So yeah, if, maybe. I don't think that it. it you should be clapping. You yeah. should be all excited because if you weren't, perhaps that's a bit of conviction. Yet another elephant in the room that we might need to address later too is that. <laughs> so, talking about the Golden Globes, Sterling Brown has been tearing it up. He's been getting awards for ever in everything. Anything yeah. that involves television. That's the dude from This Is Us? Yes. And he's been getting for the Golden Globes, he was the first black man to win man to win in seventy five years. Oh my god. And I think the SAG, he was the first black man to ever win a SAG for the leading role in a TV show, like wow. he's really making a lot of moves and like a lot of historical moves. Historical, and you know, it's always sad when we say first this, first that. Like we're still having first, and that's crazy. But um, so this is us. Do you watch This Is Us? I took a break. Um, that is a tear jerker, and I feel like I have to have tissue. I got to be in the right mindset to watch that show. It is so good. So. I have always, I'm a more of a lighthearted TV mm-hmm. kind of sore. So you never liked Grey's, Grey's Anatomy? I didn't watch that. Okay. I, okay, so here's the thing. My little sister, Brie Brie, what's up, girl? <laughs> there she you. has been um, begging me for a year. <laughs> To watch This Is Us. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I legitimately began watching it during our snow ice apocalypse. Oh, just now. Week. Oh. And she again, she every like she is like peer pressuring me to watch it. And I'm gonna tell you, peer pressure makes my attitude go bad. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> right. So, if you're pushing me, trying to make me do something. Then you're opposite. I'm opposite. But I I said, okay, if I'm going to start, no time better than these snow days that we keep getting. Mm -hmm. That I didn't know we were getting. So, I'll stay up while the kids and the hubster go to sleep and have my little this is us me time. So, my first turn off was... That this is a show you have to give your undivided attention to. Okay. And I tend to watch TV and multitask. Right. Work on my computer, research. Maybe I'm just Amazon shopping. Yeah. I don't know what, like, I'm never just undivided attention glued into the TV. Mm-hmm. That's just not something I'm able to do. Yeah. And, and I told you, you about to my movie thing, right? My problem with that. You did. 
And I, but so tell that's, the audience because I don't know if you've ever said that. Here. So I hate. I don't like movie theaters because I you can't. My tw- your twin, my husband. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a jail. Like you can, if you're at home and you're watching the movie, you can do that. Like I can serve, I can research, I can type up some stuff, I can do other things. But when I can fold clothes, like whatever, I can do more. But if yeah. I go to a movie theater, I feel like I'm just held hostage there. And I just have to watch. And I'm like, I can be doing so many things. Like it's just. Well, I kind of like going to the movies. Mm-hmm. But. I do enjoy watching movies at home for those same reasons. Yeah. Number one, clearly, is cheaper. Right. And I can be very comfortable. I can cuddle. I can do yeah. all those things. You can if get I want up and to. leave and not pause. Well, like, yeah, exactly. Because I don't like to miss parts of movies. So I don't. And just I okay. Movie. Funny thing, me and me and world famous will be watching something. And he can gauge how interested I'm in as if I get up and he'd be like, "You want me to pause it?" And I'd be like, "No." Like, yeah. I just, I'm like, keep it going. And I don't care. It because, because World Famous is my twin, does it make him sad when you leave and you're not interested? Because it makes me sad when Probably. I can tell that Debt Doctor is not into yeah. And I'm just like, do it for me. So I find myself thinking really hard about my movie selections. Really? So that it'll engage him. Because Aww. I know his type of movie. And I love it because sometimes he'll like play, like I'll be like, "Do you want to watch so and so?" Now I've already researched it, and mm-hmm. he'll be uninterested. And then I can tell when he looks up from that computer and he's into it. I'm like, <laughs> "Ooh, got him!" Uh, so I've already done the research because I know what type of movie. And he him. may or may not do that. I think that the wife in you probably is the. Not saying he doesn't try, but. <laughs> I think that he just wants to watch the movies he wants to watch. So I'm oh, like, okay. no, no, no. I really look for things that I'm interested. I mean, he's interested in because I um, want him to watch it with me. Right. And I think that he, I don't know. He'll probably have to answer for all that. But, but um, okay, let's go back to This Is Us for a second. Okay. So, because we're talking about our friend Sterling. Yeah. Um. So I watched it and I got, so I liked it. Okay. I did have to put away everything and why actually focus on it yes yeah so i was so prepared for the tears <laughs> that i didn't cry oh. i was waiting on the moment that was gonna make me yeah cry. i guess so you can too many people had told me that oh oh my gosh i cried mm-hmm. on those episodes so yeah. i was waiting for it i missed it because i was waiting for it right okay but i'm gonna tell you and y'all y'all better not talk about me because this is a little embarrassing, and I haven't told you this. What? So, if you're this is a viewer, you already know the plot mm-hmm. of this show and the format right. of the show. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Yeah. But because I'm already going in looking for things, mm-hmm. it took me three episodes to realize that those were flashbacks. So you thought it was different people. I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I was so. That's what you get. <laughs> so now I need to start oh. all over one more time. And then it's going to hit you hard. Then you're going to be crying. I bet I won't. Because you won't be, you won't know what to look for. But let me tell you the character that I most connected with. It wasn't Sterling. No. And the family. Although I did see some. You I mean, know, as he gets older, 
and his adult life, I feel like... I'm talking about the adult. Oh, okay. Okay, again, remember, I wasn't watching it from the place of him being that little black child oh. that was at the table with those two white kids. Like, okay. I didn't realize that they were all sisters right. and adopted. I got so confused. Oh, but so that was one? while I was Who's the person? That was while I was trying to still be on the computer and watch at the, on the very first episode, oh, and then boy. I realized I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um... The one that I related to the most was the big girl. The daughter? Go big girl, what you go to. Yeah, mm. the sister. The the daughter slash sister. Yeah. Slash flashback, flash forward. <laughs> Whichever one, daughter or sister, sister. which one you want to talk, yeah, talk about. Yeah, I think daughter. Right? Okay. She's the only girl. The sister of Sterling. Yeah. So, I just really related to her. And I, it wasn't really? because of her insecurities, I think, with her size and things. How? You're because not big girl. <laughs> I know you think you might be a big girl because you're taller than your mom. <laughs> I'm not right. I'm not Sweet, right. But you try to go too deep. I'm not right. I'm talking about. <laughs> I felt for her because I was always the girl that played with the girls like her. <laughs> Okay, I get like that. Like her in school, and I was just like, oh, I'll be her friend, and I would help her self-esteem, oh, and I can... you would be the light. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Yes. Okay. So, because I'm thinking of her as the daughter, and the daughter of the... I relate to the mom a lot. Mandy Moore, who is like playing an old lady who she's not even old which is kind of <laughs> cool because I'm like Mandy Moore is cute and she's young here and she plays an old lady and I believe it oh I didn't even realize it was the same okay I gotta start all <laughs> you know who Mandy Moore is don't you yes okay she's our age <laughs> so she's not an old lady but she plays let me make sure <laughs> she plays the mom of people our age which would be the age of our mothers. And she also plays a young mother on the show. Oh! So I'm like, dang, she's acting her butt off because... But I didn't even realize that was the same person. See? So I did believe it too. I got to start That's over. That's a good acting job. What this episode has taught me. I thought I was going to start at <laughs> episode four. Oh, Lord. Uh, um, this is us because that's the next one that I'm on. Mm. I, however, I think I need to go back to the pilot. Yeah, because, okay, so the reason why I relate to her is because I feel like in the pilot, they start out as young, right? A young couple having kids? Or do they start out as old people, as grown kids? You asking the confused person? I'm, you, it's more fresh in your mind. I don't remember how it starts. But anyway. I think the pilot wouldn't play for me. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't have my fire stick that World we're, that we're Famous was supposed to be sending Ooh, with you today. To nope. So hopefully I'll get it at the battery Saturday. Sorry. Sorry. So um, I, I didn't get to see the pilot, so I missed all that story. Mm. So then I started straight at episode one, so I was yeah. super mixed up. Okay, okay. So now I'm starting all the way over. Yeah. Moral of the story is, More of the story you is. have to be focused to watch This Is Us. Right. It has some amazing actors and actresses if you have not yeah. checked it out. And please watch the pilot or you're going to find yourself like Sweet Tea. Amen. Yes. 
Amen. <laughs> Bless your heart. I oh, appreciate. You just go southern on me. I'm so southern. That means you're so special. You know, bless your heart means you slow, baby. Mm-hmm. I know. I use it all I'm day. Pop you. Are you gonna try to whip me with your bells? <laughs> what in the world? Okay. Well, that was good. You know, I like our this is us analysis. Yeah, I, and also I feel like these awards are gonna be great. Oscars are coming up. Which reminds me of another thing, which is our anniversary. Do you know what today It's not today. Not yet. But our first iTunes episode is about the Oscars. Is it? So, I feel like, oh my that was that, that was that episode when you didn't realize Octavia Spencer had that, that tooth job. I think so. I know, not think. I know. Oh, okay. Go ahead, <laughs> memory. Actually, for sure, all this. I kept texting you and saying, "What's different about Octavia? What's different about I'm Octavia?" Like, and you're like, "Nothing." I'm like, I don't pay no and attention then to her. We googled it. She got that gap closed. So that was well, our very first episode. So Octavia Spencer is also up for an Oscar again this year for Yay. The Shape of Water, and I've seen that movie. The Shape of Water. I don't know that girl. It is y'all gonna have to tell me about what you thought about it because I have so many words, but I am not about to. Ruin. Guess why I can't tell you about it though? Because you haven't seen it. Yeah. Nope. Because I don't have my fire. Stick well, it's at the theaters only. So, so that you forgot the brain. So enough. It's only in the theaters. <laughs> oh my gosh! I see the Mandy Moore old and young. Now. I'm done with talking about. <laughs> I'm done with your delays. I'm so done. <laughs> I'm so done. Octavia Spencer <gasps> is up for another Oscar. She better act. Mary I love J it. to the Blige, Blige is up for an Oscar. Please tell me. I think they're in the same category. How? I know. I know. Because I don't know what Mary J. Blige is up for. Maybe you can look for that. But I know Octavia Spencer is supporting actress for Shape of Water. That and she so cool. was good. I just am tired of her playing like cleaner roles. And oh, is she roles. still doing that? She's a clean, yeah. Uh-uh. I'm yeah. done with that too. So, I mean, if she does it well, but we know that's what she enough, does. Enough. And stop Don't beating Oscars yeah. for it. Like, why? You know I have an issue. Have we talked about this? But like, even her role in Hidden Figures was still kind of that. Like, she Secondary, was. She wasn't the prominent, strongest. Right. Like, figure or yeah. like she had the most help people out thing but it wasn't like she was the smartest you know what I mean like she wasn't yeah so it's that um so you know great awesome congratulations ladies um can we move on wait I just feel reminiscent on Octavia with the whole um Denzel like how they gave him the Oscar for when he was the thug mm-hmm. rather than all these other amazing Right. But I feel like for roles. her, she's doing the same role and she's getting recognized every time. For him, he it had was, done so many great roles and then once he plays one like that, he gets it. And that's like true. even Holly Berry. Like with Monsters Ball. Yeah, she played the hoe. Well, yes. I know since you like to say cuss words. We can, we can call Please. it that. 
the audience, the listeners, to tell me if ho is a cuss word. I mean, we've I been through this with your potty mouth. I've, girl, I am the <laughs> one that does not cuss out of the two of us. <laughs> but I need somebody to let me know because I've been saying ho since all about 13, 12. Do you say ho to your students? No. Well, why? My high school students, I did. <gasps> Hooey. So another bout <laughs> award season yes, and all that. I enjoyed it. Stay though. tuned so we can still talk as I still want to talk about the Oscar award winners at some point. Yeah. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page because we did <laughs> post Kate Hudson's cute, cute dress. Or if you don't think it's cute, that's fine. You right. Know, share. Let what us you know think. what you think about it. Yeah. Because I'm just a sucker for pink and black. So. So, I know last episode we talked about us traveling and us being and having travel buddies and all these people away, but, like, what about our children while we travel? Where were they? Where were they? So, you know, <laughs> I don't know if I overutilized my parents and my mother-in-law, mm. but um, that's where mine were. And mm-hmm. I am thankful to have them. Yeah. Um, But... It's always, I don't know, it's usually some type of drama with, I don't know. Yeah. It's, so my kids play a game with my parents and in-law. Oh. Because mm. Ansley and Brooklyn will act like they're just devastated when my mother-in-law comes to get them from Mimi and Poppy's house. No, they don't. Sometimes they'll be crying and acting up. No. But it's because my parents spoil the mess out of Ansley and Brooklyn. Oh. They run the show and they know it. Mm. My mother-in-law, on the other hand, does her very best to adhere to mama and daddy's rules. hmm my parents want to be the favorites, so they take the side. And your kids the are the your parents' only grandchildren, right? Right, they're the only grandchildren of both. Both sides, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, mm. I mean, that can sometimes present an issue. And they, well, no, because I was going to say that they see, they see. That doctor's mom. They see Gigi more than they see. Nope. No. They see my parents more. Hmm. Because my dad goes to pick them up after school. Oh, lucky, lucky. And they stay over there and until I get off. Uh-huh. Every single day. Sometimes I can go weeks without seeing Gigi. Oh. Oh. So. <laughs> That's so mean. Why do they do that to her? No, she fall out when it's time for her to pick them up. It's crazy. And I'll have to tell them, like, don't start that junk. Because then, you know the in-law syndrome. Mm. There's always one set of in-laws that think they can do it better. But you can't do it like me. (laughs) But you can't do it like me. So they're, like, my parents think that they're the superior in-laws. Oh, see, and mine are, we have a caregiver, and we also have my parents who live in town. But um, World Famous's parents are in Fort Lauderdale. So, I bet my kids probably think, the way they think about your parents, they probably feel like that about the Florida parents. Because yeah. they, 
I mean, Nana wakes up and makes them breakfast every morning. That is my mama. I mean, she just really, she has gum Caters. They want my parents. cereals. Yes. They want, like, they really, and but it's, they don't see him every day. So it's like, okay, you're with Nana and Pop Pop, and they are going to go all in when they go to, they already know when they go to Florida, it's on. Like, so they imagine that stuff. being daily. Right. So I don't know. I don't even know if that would keep up. Because I think Nana would probably be like, okay, like, what do you want them to be doing? Like, I think she might. The result is spoiled brats. Oh. I mean, Ansel and Brooklyn are very kind and sweet and Mm -hmm. loving and all those things, but they don't understand. We, me and my husband work very hard (laughs) to balance out their reality for them. To break the... Now, when we have our... um, other caregiver that keeps our kids more on a daily basis. Um, I feel like my parents actually get a little bit jealous. Girl. But it's almost like nobody else volunteered to do this. So we had to find help elsewhere. So it's almost like it's, I don't know if it's a slap in the face to them or to me or to anything. Or is it the competitive nature? Right. Like, what you mean, let somebody else keep my grandbabies? Right. But it's like, are you really willing to date You know, spend an hour at least to pick them up in a city that you don't live in? You know what I mean? Like, so it's a lot. And every once in a while, I'll get, I mean, I hope you're not wearing her out. And, you know, these little jabs or these little guilt trips where it's like, all you want to do is go away with your husband. I never went away with my husband or you know. Look, you're bad. Right. Like. We're definitely living lives differently from our parents. I think I talked to you about mm -hmm. um, the dynamic of my parents did expose us and you Mm -hmm. know took us places but we were always together. With them. Yes. Mm -hmm. There was never a time when they left us behind to go on like a trip. Which is uh, so you're saying that, and and if your mom were to say, you know, me, we didn't, you would be like, that's true. Yeah. Now, what if you remember trips that your parents went on without you? Like, I clearly remember my parents going to Tanzania for a month, like, without us. A month? When they were they went, they, Yeah. I mean, we went to Africa with them, but they also had their own. They went to yeah. Jamaica without. They went to, like, they took trips, international trips without us. We stayed with my grandma or my aunts or whatever. So, so now she's acting like she doesn't understand? A lot of the things, the way that we were raised, I feel like she might be forgetting, like spankings. So do you remind them? <laughs> I mean, what That's is the question? It almost is like, I just have to have somebody else to lock eyes with and be like, is this the reality that you remember? <laughs> like, me and my sisters are like, what? when my mom says, don't spank them. That's gonna be bad. And we'd be like, do you remember so, when you put your hands on me? <laughs> <laughs> right, so the way that I was raised was wrong and now this is the new age. Girl, I can't handle it. So she'll my mom, love her. She's amazing. But she said, when you are when you have wisdom, you can correct the flaws that you had. Of the previous generation. Right. So her job as the grandmother is to correct the wrongs that she made in the grandchildren. Okay, I can see that. I like it. 
I like it too, but don't be judging me uh, because I'm doing what I was raised with. Or what we decided to do. It, oh, it yeah. may or may not. Even like, people. there are two yeah. people. So, I'm not raising them exactly how you raise me because that would be a totally different ball game. There are two people involved. And that's true. Our spouse had a, our spouses had totally different experiences than we do. Thank so, you. it's not like, and I feel like my parents have a good, they do pretty good at staying out. <laughs> not as good as, world famous as parents like they literally are like that's not our business hands off <laughs> they they are like uh-uh there's been maybe one time where i, I told on him and right. she she heard it and was like okay but she didn't really jump in and get on him or nothing she was just like okay girl i can tell charles my daddy bites his tongue all the time i can see Ooh, it in his eyes really? I can see he bites his tongue. He doesn't say it, but I can tell he wants to so bad. So it's really a challenge because he was definitely the opinion leader in our, in his network of girls, which Mm. is me, my mama, and my sister. (laughs) Right. Like, he was. Yeah, my dad had all girls too. And all be all. Mm -hmm. And so it's really hard to give up some of that control and power to some man that's coming to his life like these my girls you know and that's so, funny because my dad had all girl three girls and a wife but um he was relieved my mom called the shots so oh, yeah nope he Different. was my dad was just control i mean he controlled security he controlled safety that mm-hmm. was it so like details schmetails like it really yeah. so my mom was hands-on with all the things woman because my dad was like, I don't, I'm not a woman. So. That is so interesting because I think mine were similar to that, but my daddy ran it mm. and my mama was the super submissive wife mm-hmm. and just so sweet. She ain't gonna argue. She understood <laughs> me growing up, Lord. I remember being pregnant and going to my mama and just boo-hooing because I finally understood you know, teenage girls, they have the bad attitude. And mm-hmm. it's that time when you kind of defiant towards your mama. Especially. But you, let's be clear. You were not a teenage mom, right? No. Okay. Let's just, I just want to clear it up for the audience. Did I make that unclear? Because you were like, I ran to my mom and I was pregnant. And then you said, you know, teenage oh, girls. I was, I was, like, I was oh. reflecting. Yes. On, on when you were a teenager. Yes. When, when I was pregnant, pregnant as a married, were... <laughs> grown woman with a career and a house and a Because I was like, ooh. And then I was like, hey, you weren't no teen mom. No. <laughs> Look at you getting all excited. So, um, <laughs> Spill it, girl. I just dish. remember reflecting on how many times my mom saved my tail. Because oh. she, was such, she understood me so much. And then I re- reflected on how messed up. The way that I treated her was some days. Because she was, she's very passive, and I'm not that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would have to take up for my mama against her own sister. So, it's, mama's just chill like that. She's not going. She's not confrontational. Aww. But I was about it, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Talk, because my mom was not confrontational. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna talk to her. So, anymore. I'm gonna ask you the question you asked me. Then, nope, I'm asking you that first. <laughs> so, wait, I have to say this though. Mm-hmm. Here's an issue that I have with pa- with my parents. And you tell me if you see this from time to time in your in your life. Okay. Um whenever I'm correcting my children, mm-hmm. 
they love to point out that I was exactly like that. <laughs> like, that's their constant go-to. So it's like, so Ansley knows that, like, they always follow it up. Like, if I'm While to, you're there? Mm-hmm. Like, you're there, she's there, mm-hmm. correcting her, then they'll be like, oh. So they've stopped doing that now. Because Did you I tell had them? To, yeah. Oh. I was like, so the reality is every generation should get better. Mm -hmm. While I recognize that we have similarities, like the more that you tell her that, she's proud of that. So if I'm trying to correct things that I know she shouldn't be doing that I did do. It's positive reinforcement. Yeah. Yeah. So. um, Oh, but you know what? What? Um, World Famous' mom does that with um, the professor a lot. Uh, A lot. She'll be like, just like Eddie. Like, she will do, like, and like it will be. Because she'll be like, finally, they get to experience all the mess he put me through. Well, like, here's the thing I wasn't a bad kid. Like, I um, was so, I was a, a good girl. I really, really was. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always tell them. I'm like, well, they're like, <laughs> she's just like you. And I'm like, well, luckily, I didn't give y'all any issues. So it's right. really okay that she's like me. Yeah. So, while you're all excited, I don't understand. <laughs> and I also feel like my parent, like you just said, that your mother-in-law is like cheering and gleeful. Like, I feel like they're excited because they feel like they're reliving my childhood. Oh, They yeah. got another Keisha. Yeah. With Ansley. So oh, I, like, I definitely yay! think with the professor because he's the only boy on that side. And so, they're like, you know. Here's Eddie. All again. Yeah. All again. And, but, she will go into... You know, that whole, that kid that if they had those leashes, I would have put on it. <laughs> you know, a little teddy bear backpack. I know what you're talking about. She was like, he was a runner. Oh, he runs just like him. Running from me. Excited. <laughs> I'm like, excited. So. So, our jeans, real strong. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it is endearing because of the way he turned out. Like, he is a good man. So, yeah. I feel like. It's cute that you can point out that he was this way, but, now he's better. But it's cute to you because it's not you. If yeah. your parents were constantly highlighting, right. for instance, you know we just had the greedy conversation. Like where uh-huh. my oldest child is an eager eater and she's greedy and she's proud. Like she's like, I'm greedy. <laughs> like she thinks that's cute. Right. My parents love the fact that I also ate a lot. And was an eager eater when I was younger. Right. So they're like, she just like you, Keisha. Every yeah. day you would come to school, come home from school and say, I'm hungry. <laughs> like, okay, I remember that. Like, it was yesterday. I do remember right. doing that. But that's not my fault that you didn't think to correct that. Because there's nothing cute right. about being gluttonous. Hello. Like, because so I'm thinking like, okay. To health issues. We need to, yeah. You, my parents, fight a lot of health issues mm-hmm. with weight and moderation and eating and things the like wrong that. Foods right. And, and so being excited about cars. The fact that you are <laughs> celebrating the fact that you you want me to just own the fact that I was great. Okay, I'll say that. Yes, mm-hmm. I was. And I also had high cholesterol in third grade. And I also mm-hmm. had to battle that so, if mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep her from doing these things so that she can already be in this Better. mindset right. of healthy eating, why yeah. are we celebrating so hard that she wants to come in and eat for peanut butter and jelly sandwiches after school? Right. Oh. 
Real tall three. What, girl? I don't know how. So, and she's not, it's not an overweight thing, which mm-hmm. I wanted to, like, when she was talking about, oh, this makes you fat or this makes you jit. And I almost wanted to be like, look, we don't care about that. Like, let's talk about the fact that you're full. Like, let's not. And that was good, that that conversation that we were all having. Mm-hmm. I was hoping it wouldn't have to go there because I would have to be like, look, you are it perfect. Didn't. Yeah, it didn't. You were so good. Because my dad has been such an influence on my oldest child because he always jokes and says he didn't know he retired to be a full-time babysitter. Yeah. Um, they are super-duper close. Mm-hmm. And so because my dad actually did go through, like, heart surgery mm-hmm. and um, things like that, he has definitely tried to instill that healthy eating mindset mm-hmm. in Ansley. But at the same time, it's like, that grandparent gets in the way too. So I was excited because Ansley would be the one that ate fruit and vegetables mm-hmm. all the time. People used to laugh, because, like just be amazed because she would get, she used broccoli as her side because yeah. daddy has absolutely trained. But then on the other hand, it's like, just keep on wanting all this stuff because you're just like your mom. mom. Oh know. Lord. Yeah. I didn't even think about that part about, yeah. and maybe it's because my own parents don't really, I guess my kids may not be that much like me. Cause I don't hear them saying just like your mama at all. Now they will say, or maybe they don't remember how you were. Cause they were in Tanzania <laughs> <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> they never came back. Never ever. For it. No, I'm just kidding. So now you shouldn't travel. Look, but, right. What? How dare you? No, not dare me. I Thank learned, you for I this. learned it by watching. I learned you. it by watching you. All right. <laughs> okay, please tell me if y'all remember that commercial. Y'all yes, know that's my favorite eighties babies. Yeah. But um, they do say, and I even say it. I compare my daughter to my sisters. And it's always like never, it's never stuff that's bad. I'll be like, oh my gosh, my sister used to do that or whatever. So I'll, and my sister I know does that with my niece. I don't know about my other niece, but I know my one that's about to graduate from high school. She'll be like, oh my gosh, you and your auntie do this or that. So that's like a making connection thing with them. But I do that too in some Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you and Sharifa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I'm just playing. No, yeah. So I think that that's kind of endearing. If it's a positive attribute that you that people share, I think that that's a good thing. And I think like, you know, you're so cautious about stuff. Uh, and definitely Missy <laughs> is the same. And I'll be like, girl. She is. And I have to save her because <laughs> I'm just like, it is okay. Don't you let your mama bully you. <laughs> Into, into going and jumping off that ledge and zip line. You scared, you scared, you'll work your way up to oh, it. I worked my way up to it and I'm adventurous. I climb waterfalls now. You did. I'm so excited you did that. So I just feel like we are definitely blessed to have our parents. Yeah. Um, it, but it is funny navigating through the parental involvement and mm-hmm. the, how vocal are they allowed to be. Um, yeah. And then what's going to come back later? I feel like I live in uh, I don't It's not fear. 
But there's certain things I won't ask my parents because I don't want them to come back a year later and say, well, remember, that remember when, you know, or if, you know, if you would be paying more attention like I was in 2017 in October, whatever, you then you would have seen that, you know, whatever. Like, I just don't like to live in that. And it's happened a couple of times where it's been kind of thrown in my face about certain things. So I get real cautious so about is it them trying to parent us as adults. It must be is hard. Is that what that is? It must be hard to parent an adult. Like but we, but should they still be parenting us? If like, I don't know. I don't know. Is there, when does the line or does it ever? I don't know. Cause then drop? they start getting so old that they feel like they can say whatever to you. <laughs> And I don't think our parents are there yet, but I'm like, at that point is when we're just like, don't get, our feelings don't get hurt. We just move on like, okay, whatever, mom. Yeah. So, I don't know. That being said, um, in Atlanta, you know, my mother is kind of new. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's been here about eight years now. Like, I feel like she's not that new. She's really but not. But she was born and raised in California, and that's what she knows. So, a lot of her friends were childhood friends. Friends she developed through work, you know, all these, like, she's already had her circle. And she's been telling me it's been really hard to, she has one friend who she thought that they were becoming closer. Mm -hmm. And she was a little bit annoyed that her friend kept inviting her to events. Wait a minute, this sounds like an elephant in the room topic. Yes, (laughs) it is. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, our elephant in the room. And, okay, so I'll continue the story. So she was saying, um, because I was like, oh, she'd invite the woman over and her husband. And we all met him and had dinner. over to the house. Yeah, to her house, my my parents' house. Had a great time, super funny. They were like, just like the dad was a drummer, just like my, I mean, the dad, the husband was a drummer, just like my dad. Mm -hmm. The the wife is a nurse practitioner, like my mom. So it was just like, wow. They seemed really like. Kinder so, spirits. Kinder Spirits, very cool, go with it. So, she was like, oh, she keeps inviting me to these, like, the all-white party, like, all these just different things that I'm like, oh, that sounds cool, bro. Are they sitting, are they events that she's putting on or just events that well are just social events? Some were so, just social events. Some were, like, she's on a board of hospital something, so she'd invited her to this other thing. I think my mom said it in like five different events that she'd been invited to. And she was like, I just feel like I'm on her list of um, donors. You know, when people Uh. go down their list of who can contribute or who's going to do. And I was like, oh, and being, having been in Atlanta a little bit longer than she had, I kind of had to give her a little bit of schooling on it. I was like, you know, just because that they, because they're, they're thinking of you. Don't think of that they're thinking of your pockets because they may or may not be. Who knows? But if you're on their list, that means that at least you're on their minds. Like I said, but then use that as a way. If you want to be closer friends with them, then let it lead to other things besides just those events and being invited. But is that is that enough? Like if you're only reaching out to me to come to an event, is that a friend? Well, I don't know. Could it turn into a friendship? I don't know how it could, though, because you're not really getting to know me 
in these events with all these other hundreds of people. Right. But then also, if there's a follow-up and a girl is meet for lunch. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good with that. I so can see that. So, someone extends the event invite. invite. Mm-hmm. And then you enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. But maybe you didn't get to spend friend fixed time with them or even know if you wanted to. Right. Then I feel like after that invite, it could be maybe not to your house, but like, hey girl, I'm, I had a great time. How about we meet for lunch or whatever? Just to get like, that could be an opening to more. I feel like there should be follow up steps. I'm kind of like your mama. Uh I feel like if the only time you reach out to me is to buy 31. Or to invite me to an online party. Right. Or to invite me to come to a purchasing event. Mm-hmm. And that's the only What about if it was a free to. event? Are you interacting with me? So it's the interaction that you're thinking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, because a 31 party is still free. I don't have to True. buy anything. Right. But you're looking at me as a potential client. Or customer. Mm -hmm. So, I think it has to be reciprocated in some type of way. So, if I, if you see that I've invited you to my house, Mm -hmm. and you engaged in a meal with my family, like you met my children, Mm -hmm. you clearly understand that my thought process, process, my style my relationship type is mm-hmm. engaging you into my world. Right. Well, your world may be events. I'm right. still not really getting to know you. Okay, so okay. So one of the events was a, her birthday. Mm-hmm. Of course. Come where, to the birthday Come event. to the birthday event dinner thing. Mm-hmm. So then my mom was like, and then we had to pay. Like for the, like you know, the birthday dinner. Yeah. So it was a birthday dinner in which they had to pay, which I guess, I mean, we know that and we already talked about that, but like my mom still felt like that wasn't personal enough. But I was like, but it was her birthday party. Like you didn't have to go. Did she talk to her? I don't know. I don't know what happened there, but she was, I guess she felt like it still wasn't really like a real invitation. And I'm like, I don't, it, I think it depends on what you felt. Like, yeah. if you felt like there was a true something, a you know, a thank you or, you know, whatever. I don't know what, what else was going on behind the scenes of these, between these events or how you even got to that invite. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like. Because if you're on my birthday list, that's a different list than my come and to the donate event list. list. That's true. So. No, I do agree with that. And so, and so I was like, well, mom. I do have a little special feeling in my heart if somebody allows me to be involved on their birthday celebration. It's different. I'm like, oh. Yeah. You know, kind of like the Jamaica trip. I'm yeah. Like, oh, thank you for letting That's me be a That's a step closer. And you would be, cons- I would think that you would be considered a friend if I invited you to a birthday something. <laughs> If you Sorry. if I invited you to a birthday, I would consider you a friend, not a constituent or not a, a donor. 
Yeah, I feel like um, that's a little more intimate. And then, so, and, okay, so you can tell me when, if, or when, or at all, because I can tell you what I told my mom. Okay. So she was like, I mean, what's wrong with going to her house? And I was like, so the only way that you will know <laughs> that you are her friend is if you have been to her house. And she was like, I mean, back home, that's how you know. Like, you just invite, it's not all this other stuff. It's just come to my house, have this, or you, I go to your house and have this. And I was like, well, there's a lot of people who wouldn't think I'm their friend because they ain't been to my house. <laughs> so, like, but I still feel like it doesn't have to be come all up to my house for me to be your friend. Yeah, it doesn't. But maybe that's old school. I'm her, just trying to think, though. Her thought process. So, the first time you came to my house was for a 31 party. Yeah. But I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm so glad she got to come to my house. Okay. Like come to like she sees where I live and mm-hmm. that's a little bit more that's one step closer to us being like for real friends. Right. But and that was for a thirty one party. So if you never was. invited me if I never invited myself to your house for a thirty I don't know, whatever it I was. It went down. If that never happened You would have been invited another time. Some other time. Mm-hmm. So to say, oh, she only want to come here because she's doing a 31 party. That's not a real friend. Like, what part, at what point? See, and it, I felt like I was doing the 31 party because we were friends. Right. Yeah. And that's how I felt, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, not us. But, like, right. for someone who. No, no, we're not about to break up. Right. I no. was just saying. <laughs> for someone like my mother, at what point do you put. Do you continue to try to make a friend or find different ways? Or does it have to be packaged the way that you only can see it as a friend before you can just put a stamp on that person and be like, okay, I think we're friends now. Like, and as an adult, I guess that's hard for some. For me, I always know the turning points. It could be a phone conversation and I'll be like, okay, that's my friend. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Or a text um, reaching out. Yeah, a text reaching out. Even a, I heard you were sick type of thing, like, oh, they care, they thought, or whatever. It doesn't have to be an an invite to your house for me to be like, "Uh uh-huh, now, got (laughs) them, or whatever. So I did check her on it. I was like, well, I feel like you're making it this thing, this box. And friendships don't have to be like that. Like, there can be different friends at different levels. And some can start here and progress to further. But if you're blocking it from even starting because you're judging, like, I'm a constituent, she just wants my money, I just feel like you don't know what she wants. Yeah. So. No, all of those things are very true and very real. Um, Just like you can't, like, stereotype people about certain things. Because I was just sitting here thinking, devil's advocate. Yeah, I want that. That if that is the lady's world and that is maybe her home is jacked up. That's what my mom said too. She's like, oh, maybe they don't have a house that's nice. I, I wasn't talking about like that. I was like, mom. Like, maybe her happy place is not in her house. Oh, her home. <laughs> I wasn't speaking like literally. <laughs> like, maybe her house is not a home. Yeah. Oh, like Luther. <laughs> <laughs> that's for you Felicia 
So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just the situation where this is her element, this is her vibe, mm-hmm. this is her place. Right, yeah. But your mama could still see that as <laughs> this half of fake. <laughs> oh, fake half of I don't know. Let me see the real. And Let the mom is. The <laughs> she is that. And I think it's just because she's known people for so long that it's been a long time since she's had to make new friends. Well, I'm telling her, and I invited to the house, but she don't have to come to church too, so it's going to be a little bit of an event mixed in with the house. She asked you, get both words, and that's what she wants, and honey. Oh, Lord. And, I mean, I'm sure my mom would love it. It's not, it's, it's... it's I think she wants a good old-fashioned friend. Mm-hmm. Not somebody that's flashy, that's trying right. to be on the scene. Right. I don't see your mama as the type that even cares about that. No. So, no. She can take it or leave it. She's not a networker. She's yeah. not, you know, she's not a social ite. She's not She's but, not one of those. So I, I mean, get your, it. Our, our mama shared food upon first meeting. Yeah. So she just wants somebody she can come to the house and eat a some friend. with. Like a... <laughs> right I was like okay mom and I I love that about her and I think that they were so excited and I think that there is a place for that I do but I do think that it's rough I have a friend a couple friends in LA and they say it's even harder because at least in Atlanta girls will show you the real them sooner and you can pick up pick out a group that you want to play and it's different groups but in LA it's really hard to find she was like it's hard to find regular black girls because people are trying to be so either you're an actress you, you got Instagram mo- like it's just so much fake that you can't you can't find your people and I'm like oh that, yeah. that sucks I, I think that we're very lucky to have the friends that we have but um I don't know I, if you guys are have some feelings about it let us know I really would love to hear um, how you go about making friends in different cities. Like, how do you start it? Mm-hmm. How do you start uh, making friends? How do you initiate friendships? How do you follow up with the friends? Mm-hmm. I know we have a couple of good suggestions about that, and we gave a little, but I know that's something we definitely want to, um, you know, share later on. Well, I, I mean, can we go another direction here yeah what that's being entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. how what do you expect from a friend as far as entrepreneurship because um i i'm gonna tell this story about one of my friends when i first wrote my children's book Brown girl, brown girl, what do you see? Yes. Mail on Amazon and pick it up. Be the light. <laughs> yes, get that. Girl, you know, I do those, shame, I do those shameless plugs about once every two weeks. Shameless, I, you know, ain't no shame. So, so, <laughs> but when I first, you know, published it or whatever, I was super excited. And one of my very best friends seemed hashtag uninterested. Oh. And I didn't understand it. It, almost hurt my feelings Mm -hmm. but then I was like well she's not on social media so she doesn't understand the excitement that I have and I don't think social media should have anything to do with excitement right (laughs) like if I wasn't on social media and I found my friend wrote a book 
I would be like crying because that's amazing. It wouldn't have to do with if social media cares. You didn't cry, but you did at least contribute to the book launch and you helped me bend and you And I share every single time you post anything about these books. Like, come on. I know you did. You did. But you didn't cry. I do. You didn't cry. (laughs) I didn't even know you at that point. (laughs) For real though. But like if it was so if I knew like Like it it was like we've been friends for fifteen years. Yeah. So like Shauna Christmas, the comedian who I yeah. love. She, I looked at her website and I was like, oh my God, he's doing it. And like, she has her shirts and I'm like, oh my God, he's so cute. I can't yes. wait to get it. Like, I feel like pure joy when I see people that are doing the things that they. So want. as a friend of entrepreneurs, <laughs> what is expect? Like, how do you. Okay. Maybe we're the wrong people. I mean, we honestly have deemed ourselves life cheerleaders. <laughs> like, we literally we want to cheer on everything that anyone is doing that's good. I don't know if we're the ones to share that, but I can say. Um, what are your expectations, though, as a friend? So, uh, if you have a business, mm-hmm. people that are in your circle. Well, okay, so for the podcast, mm-hmm. let's say let's say it's nothing financial. Right. Okay, okay so for the podcast, it is 100% free to share. It is 100% free to download. It is mm-hmm. 100% free to write a review. So I feel like, you know, and oh my gosh, I hope I'm not stepping on people's feet in saying this who are listening. The but whole like, foot, not the, the whole foot. I feel like, you know, because it's all free, I would be offended if you didn't at least download like or I don't even care if you listen like I really if you're not interested in listening you don't have time blah 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 but at least like as soon as I drop an episode share it (laughs) right well yeah but it doesn't happen and it's okay like I get it so what if you purchased one something from someone like you have bought a, a brown girl book for every little girl that you know that's celebrating a birthday that is oh what's your little girl's alias I forgot Missy mm-hmm. for every single mm-hmm. one of Missy's girlfriends who's had birthday parties right you bought a book Ooh, every time that. it's not what I'm it's not, <laughs> it's not about me should I would you feel some type of way if I've not bought one purse from you? Oh, ever? ooh! So you're talking about entrepreneur to entrepreneur? Yeah, I kind of would. So would what? Let's not okay. Let's not say money. Okay. Okay. Let's take money off of it because maybe meaning value or meaning. Um, you posted about your book launch, and I've released a podcast or something okay so or you posted about something coming an event anything yeah and i have a episode or whatever yeah if i've shared your stuff i expect for you to share mine mm-hmm. that's kind of how i feel now finances are different but i agree like if you're my friend i'm gonna support you at some point mm-hmm. i'm not going i may not do it every Every round, every month, every whatever. But I'm at least buy one thing. So guess what I'm doing right now? 
finally giving me the book. She I bought, bought a book <laughs> like twelve months ago, but <laughs> I forgot to give it to her. But she comes to my house so regularly. I've actually even helped vend books <laughs> in which I've never. I look. There was actually a moment where I was tearing my room up looking for that book because I was like, I know I got one. I never got it. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of that's this conversation made me think of that. So if you heard all that noise, but um I almost uh, feel sometimes that like sharing people are way more important than a purchase. So that's why I say like let's take the the actual purchase off because literally if I bought a book that's great and that's like 15 bucks that you got, but if I share it and like 12 people buy books, I feel like that's way more valuable than me buying one. So so you feel like you can reciprocate the favor in various ways. Oh yeah. So um it definitely should be eye for eye. I feel like yeah. if we're if we're friends and you understand we're all hustling together, like I can give a shout out to um Nicole with Charlie Rocks. She consistently shouts us out or like and we always shout her out too, but it's natural. It's not like Oh, check for me, check for her. Like, it's a friendship and it's a constant, like, support. And I feel like that is is. important, specifically amongst entrepreneurs. Growing wide is going to help us grow up. Amen. So, like, instead of waiting for someone to pull us to the top, Oprah, (laughs) you know, read my book. Like, why can't we all just share? Yeah. And then everyone will know about it without Oprah having to say it. Yeah. You know? That's true. This is the day and age where um, the common woman Mm -hmm. and man have have the opportunity to become self-made more readily. I think Issa Rae said it. I can't even find her quote, but it was, I've been looking for it forever. Because I was like, that is exactly what. She was like, how I became is through people, not through. Exactly. Francesca Ramsey, who, Cheska Lee love her y'all she her book is about to come out she's amazing but she started off as a youtuber as well like it's not it's hard i don't think it's super easy but i feel like people people what people like is what they like and right. the opportunity to put yourself in the front of a lot of people is so much easier now it's absolutely i mean you can just go for it. And like like you said, with your networks of friends, it just takes one person, you know. Or a few. Yeah. To, you know, <laughs> I don't know. There to are ways all that in. you can support friends without it always being, being monetary. I like that mm-hmm. point that you brought out. Yeah. So think about it, ladies. I mean, and reciprocity was our elephant in the room, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, is it always have to be you do and I do and then you do and I do? Yeah. Didn't we talk one time That's about like stressful. how many invites do you give before you stop inviting? We talked about something. I feel like, like that. we talked about that in reference to um, friends just going places and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. Are you speaking in that term or? I mean, both. Like, I feel like it's across the board. How many times do people just ignore what? you're doing if you consciously ask them to support you which is another thing like are we really going out and asking people to support you and they're saying no 
Or are we saying, she didn't even like that. And we're taking that as a no. Because if we never open our mouths to ask them to support, then it's like, oh, they never listen to my podcast, but then we never ask them to. All right, Teacherpreneurship 101. I like that. That's true. Closed mouth doesn't get fed, (laughs) and you have not because you ask not. Mm -hmm. And just because you post something once, that don't mean nothing. (sighs) You know it. It sure does. You know it. Just because it's posted once um, doesn't mean that it actually hit home for every single one of your best friends. (laughs) It doesn't. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that that was not such a hard elephant in the room, right? Well, the the conflict is what? The conflict to me is, are you noticing a one-way support thing that's going on or one way? And are you feeling some kind of way about it? If you are, you need to address it and ask, can you support me too? If you really, if it bothers you, if you're just supporting just to support, do it. (laughs) Like just do it. it. Just do it. And we, I support and I don't expect it back. And so I'm happy when people actually do give it back. But if everyone was supporting, then it wouldn't have to be um, that. I don't know. And what about your mama? Friends. I feel like you should give people a chance. Just be open and not judge what their intentions are because you really don't know. Yeah. So don't place yourself in a position of like, they just want me for this or they just like just go with it and see where it goes and if it is that you'll know it but like it won't take long to figure it out it won't right I like it thank you for that summary just be on teacher of the year (laughs) (laughs) I like it Um, this year you gonna have to tell me you're sorry for laughing so hard um (laughs) yeah so do we want to talk about Jamaican beaches or no the fact that there aren't many beaches in Jamaica. We'll just say that. Y'all can tell us about it if you've been to Jamaica. <laughs> what was your experience with Which the beach? Which side were you on? Were you on the resort side? If so, you were on the beach. Man-made, but on the What beach. did they look I'm like? What did they feel it's... like? What were they like? How did they feel under your feet? Were they rocky? Was it hard sand? We got mountain. So, mountain to ocean. That's what it was. And we had to pay to go to the beach because we always go. Oh, Lord. Yeah. That was interesting. So, <laughs> Jamaica has amazing food. Go there and eat and eat and eat. Yeah, Go for the culture because the people are mostly really amazing. Mostly. <laughs> uh, go for the greeneries. <laughs> <laughs> and just have a great time. But if you're looking for a beach vacation... Be be sure that you research where you're going to go and that the beach is what you would want. There's tons of islands that have great beaches. Turks and Caicos is one that has amazing, beautiful beaches. Bahamas, beautiful beach. Yeah. So, you know, make sure you're going. If you're going for a beach vacation, make sure you're researching. Because Jamaica, I assume beach, and didn't really... Get it. Yeah, so. my husband had to really just get my mind together on day two. I yeah. was like, babe, but when are we going to go to the beach? I want to go to the beach. He said, look, <laughs> it ain't that type of trip now. And I told you. Like, I don't see <laughs> he it. He was like, 
we ain't on that side. We ain't on that side. And oh. I was like, oh. Huh. Okay. So I'll let you guys know in October when we go back to Montego Bay. It's the secret Don't resort. go to Montego Bay. We're going to be on the They're resort. They're killing people. Don't go off the resort. Oh, yeah. We've already been off, so we won't be looking for anything but the beach. <laughs> Good. I'll let you know if we find it. Um... So, I love Jamaica. I'm in love with Jamaica. I am too. I'm All you Jamaican late. people who are listening, thank you so much. Your place is amazing. I'm going back. Okay? It's not one of those check off my list and I'm good. Nope. I'm going to I'm going to go back. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was one of my top um vacations. Yeah. So, what are we about to do now? We have an announcement. What announcement? About what? We are introducing a new segment. New segment alert! New segment alert! And this is kind of like by popular demand. People have been asking us to do this for so long in person. So we decided to make it a part of our podcast. Yes, yes. Tell me more. What is it called? Oh! You may, you guys probably already know. We've been alluding to this for so long. We, we never really have, have made the announcement. So we are introducing our segment called Where, Where what, what, When. And we are going to give some pieces. Mm-hmm. How many? Five? Six. Six tips. Tips. On every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just giving you tips on... Just little practical things, everyday things mm-hmm. that could make your... Wait, what is Where, What, When, though? We're giving tips in the segment, but what is the purpose of Where, What, When? So, where is not W-H-E-R-E, or is it? Oh. I think that it is W-E-A-R. Yes. Where. where what. What meaning, types of clothing. What themes. And when can be W-I-N or W-H-E-N. So so we love the puns. We're doing a lot of play on words here. And you're being so punny with that. (laughs) (laughs) So where, what, when is basically time, place, and how to dress given those things. And um, we've collected a lot of data and done some field research. And we definitely want to share with you Mark your calendars for April 14th, mm-hmm. our next event. Yes. Um, and that's all we're going to say about that for so, now. So where, what, when, we realize that as professional women um, and sometimes as mothers and sometimes just as women who are going through different transitions in life, whether that's career transition or transition from college to to career, or someone who's been in their career for a while um, and just looking for a new look, you know, sometimes we can get stagnant in what we're wearing and we just get, we start airing on the side of comfort Mm -hmm. and we think that means we have to wear tunics all the time with leggings or, you know, Mm -hmm. we think that comfort. Tunics. I'm sorry. (laughs) Say it again. Tunics. (laughs) Why does your face do that every time you say? What does it do? It makes a little yes. It cracks me up every time. I just tunics for elementary school teachers are kind of 
That's their page. And the middle school teachers wore them all the time. And Ooh. I hear that high school teachers wear them from time to time, too. So, it's just mm. an easy go-to because it feels like pajamas. But here's the thing. Yeah. And, I mean, and you can be cute with it. Like, some people are like, okay, it's cute. It goes together. But there are some people, I know that. Some people want to have more than one go-to. Yeah. So with and wear it, what when yeah. we want to teach women practical tips on how to wear things and be winning and how to kind of elevate your style. So it's not like how to dress. It's like okay, we know you got it going on, but are there some areas where you can improve? Right. And so our our episodes are going to be. Um, our next five episodes, we're going to give six tips every week. So we will have a consistent spot on where, what, when mm-hmm. that's going to be giving you little tips on things that maybe you've never thought about today. So I'm so excited about getting started. So let's, um, let's get going. Yeah. On this. I'm so excited. You do never, will do ever <laughs> do every other one. Okay. <laughs> I hate you for making me do this first one. <laughs> <laughs> so. So appropriate. Um, RJ Wilson. Thank you so much. And it's called, uh, Outfit Mistakes That Will Make You Look Messy. (laughs) (laughs) So these tips, let's go. The first one is things that will make you look messy. Number one, (laughs) leaving bits of lint and animal fur on your clothes. This is particularly important to someone like you who owns a cat and not so particular to me because I own a black tuxedo cat and I only wear black (laughs) (laughs) he does have white paws so maybe the white could get on there but I have seen oh my god okay so if you have a dog that rides in your car Mm -hmm. and then you have someone sit in your passenger seat and they get out and their back has that straight white dog hair. Yeah. All in there. Or it's on the back of your pants. Yeah. Or I've seen it where it's like, man. So the way you solve this is keep a lamp brush on you at all times mm-hmm. if you know that you have a pet. So, I mean, yeah. these are very simple tips. Easy. I'm telling you, it's not like we're asking you to go out to Bloomingdale's and have a whole, <laughs> a whole shopping spree. No. It's just... Little things that we don't think about because we're busy mm-hmm. and we're career women, career women, mm-hmm. and we're just on the go. So right, so you could look at, you can hang it up and look at it before you put it on, but just know that if your animal is in the car with you, there's gonna be hair. There. There's gonna be hair in your car. So keep it at your at your desk. Even mm-hmm. by the time you get to work, you can lint roll yourself or have your vibe tribe check you out. Make sure yeah. you don't have if you have all black on, you have a white dog. And y'all already know, if you're educators, if you don't have a lint brush, what can you use at the schoolhouse? Hey! <laughs> right in your masking tape, preferably, because it's yes. a little wider. Mm-hmm. But if you have to go with the clear, do what you got to do, girl. Do that. Get that get that doggone cat hair off of you. I'm yes. sorry, I didn't mean to say cat. Get that animal hair animal, off of period. you. Animal, period. I mean, because some dogs um, are bad. They, when they shed and all that? Yes. Ugh. All right, number two. <laughs> I think it's funny that I got this one. Not because I'm convicted or anything. See-through fabrics. As an administrator. Oh, my gosh. I'm just a little confused because I see women of a variety of ages 
who do not understand the art of wearing a t-shirt underneath like white clothing or thin shirts. Mm. And I don't know where this art got missed. Wearing an undershirt? Right. Or even a nude nude color underwear to oh. make it not show through. Or a t-shirt bra. Yeah. But it's like I just I still I don't feel comfortable. Even when it, it's a nude bra, I still feel like I, I need to wear you still see it. Yeah. Not a cami because I wear I don't wear cam, but like a tank top or yeah. something. I just don't feel comfortable with that. Right, but people with very mature women, I have witnessed mm. very mature women <laughs> who walk up in meetings into classrooms. Mm. Uh I've seen it yeah. so much. And I'm like, why don't you know? That your mm-hmm. shirt is thin, right? Enough to see through it, and also leggings that are see through. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. So, uh, the dress code at school says suspicious fabrics. <laughs> so, I love that suspicious. So it's like you know, so it's a mystery. It's like if it's, it's not a mystery because it's showing you everything. You don't know if it's see through or not, or you know the sheer. And you know different lighting in different places. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the lighting in your bathroom while yeah. you're getting dressed, you think you're good. Because right. I know, I know, all grown women are checking yourselves. Some maxi you dresses, right, can be see through. Yeah, and some skirts. Yeah. You know, like we've lost the art of the slip. Yeah. Grandma and them used yeah. to wear those slips. Y'all know. I used to wear it when I was a little one. Me too. But I don't I own one. My mama used to have me with those slips mm-hmm. on, girl. But like underwear etiquette, I guess. Is yeah. A thing of the past. And I don't know if that needs to be like you need to do the most with that, but you just need to understand the fabrics you're working with. You remember that episode? This is so long ago. I don't remember. It was Yolanda Adams and Steve Harvey. They were um, they were hosting some gospel award show, mm-hmm. and Yolanda Adams had on a suspicious fabric. Oh, and you could see like from the light through her her oh. dress. Could you see her nipples? Like just her. It was the bottom part of the dress. <laughs> like you could see her whole shape. Oh, because it was so see through. And, and the Steve Bush Harvey. twins, you remember the Bush twins? Mm-mm. The president had oh Bush. I he thought had you, two. I he had what girls. Bush. I don't know what Bush you were talking about, hun. I remember in college they did something, and one of the twins had a black dress on, and then you could see everything because the light. Yeah. And so I remember in college being like, "Oh no, no one told her," but like. <laughs> It was, it's true. Black does not always mean that it's hiding things. No. Y'all, please just do a light test. I don't know what you need to do. Like, I'll even do it with my little girls. I go stand next to the door and say, hey, look, check me out. Mm. You just have to have, get somewhere where you can get a whole full light aspect. You know, you have to see. When in doubt, just wear something under it. Yeah, you know y'all can feel that little breeze. (laughs) Your turn. Okay, this one is funny. <laughs> Wearing clothes with tiny rips, sprays, and other minor damages. Even tiny ones? Tiny. I have to admit, I have some cashmere sweaters who have had lots of, <laughs> I don't, I, 
I don't know bugs. I don't know how they get those holes. Yeah. It makes me feel uncomfortable that they have Maybe moths. I know. Yeah. But like, okay. Because moths are very harmless, but they can be hiding. In there, like going to town. Yeah. And so I know I have a couple of sweaters where I'm like, man. And I did Google like how to um, sew them, like to mend them because Mm -hmm. they're not cheap. Like Mm -hmm. that's not something, that's not a material that I'm going to be like, let me just throw this out. But um, the damage is if they cannot be fixed, then they need to be gone. Right? But what about that hole that you know good well nobody can see? (laughs) The one that could get bigger on at any moment they'll never see this one <laughs> the one where you raise your hand and you're like oh you forgot <laughs> y'all know that sweater look at y'all mm, get but, rid of it i mean even like frayed jeans unless like you, the fake fray yeah. like that little stringy random fray is that what you're yeah about? yeah um I, my sister met michelle obama one time and she was like everything was immaculate like you know how you know that no one has a frayed little thread that's hanging from a dress? Like, it, she was like, you could tell there was no, it was flawless. Like, you could look her from head to toe and not see not one little fringe. So, I'm like, woo, that must Go. be who is checking her I things. need them on my staff. Yeah, she was like, you could just tell. It was just no, not one thread was out of place. Oh. Those are goals, though. Yeah. I'm so sad. I mean, not it. saying you have to be Michelle Obama with it, like, clearly, but, like, check over your stuff. If it really, if you don't love it, love it, love it, even if you do, do you think they should toss it if it has the things that can't be fixed? Or get it fixed. Get it fixed if it can't be fixed. It just makes you look messy and you don't even realize it. That's all we're saying. Yeah. It's just these things that bring to consciousness. You know. You know. Because I told you I have one. Yeah, you know what they are. So You're calling them out. Calling them I out. I love that sweater, but I'm just like, maybe it's time. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, after I get off this um, off this episode, that doesn't mean I'm going to go do it yet. I'm well, you'll wear, look at it differently. I might wear it about five more times. No, but seriously, I've looked at it a few times, mm-hmm. and I just won't pull it out now. Because I'm a little convicted. Oh. All right, girl. My next Ooh. number four, my husband stays on me about this one. Ugh. I don't not like this one. breaking out the iron. I hate ironing. So... Okay, I know how to assess my clothes, though. Yep. I know you if do. you're stretchy, mm-hmm. and I know if these big thighs going to stretch it on out, <laughs> and I know if, uh-oh, that stayed at the bottom of the pile a little too long. These right. wrinkles are real hard. Mm-hmm. I need to go ahead and let and hit this with some heat. But I do feel like... I know a whole lot of people who don't iron. Do you know? And I do find myself secretly judging them. Do you? A little bit. And and I like it. And I'm not an ironer, but I know that I'm not coming up. I just, I know if I'm wearing it and I didn't iron it, that means it really just didn't need to be ironed. Right. My best friend is a um, dry cleaner. I'm sorry. I just... If it's something that's that material that I know is going to get wrinkled, I have to send it to the dry cleaner. And then and then something about the dry cleaner is that it keeps it 
pressed. Like, even if you wash it, it still never goes back to that same hard, wrinkle. Bumbly, wrinkle. Yeah. Bumbly. I literally. I just made that up. Bigly, bumbly. Bib- <laughs> I feel like I can, after it's gone to the dry cleaner, I can hang it up and feel confident that when I take it down, it's not going to get, it's not going to have that same. Yeah. So, I mean, not saying you should do that, but I'm not an ironer. I already know that. And I know I don't like looking wrinkly. So that was my answer to it all. And if it doesn't fit in that category, then I probably won't wear it. You know, a lot of people love throwing things back in the dryer. I found that that works. Does it? No, no, no. Um, Very few things. And like, what does people, it work on? Jeez. Like, maybe a t-shirt. Just Don't like, you have to put, like, a wet towel in there, Well, too? I've heard that just or this spray. year. Remember that spray? Yeah, they still do have... Does that work? I don't know. But <laughs> I don't feel like the dryer move is effective. I don't. But a lot of people try to do it. Like, they look at Oh, you over there ironing? I just throw my stuff right back. But see, they're the ones still walking around looking messy, too. So don't be dismayed and don't be fooled, honey. It's not true. Um, This actually says, wrap the garment, wrap an ice cube in the garment and then throw it in the dryer so that it'll dissolve and turn to steam. Okay. Well, I don't know if I'm going to try that, but like... I'm not. Because that sounds like a lot. I could have ironed it by then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. I just don't like to even look at um, iron. You know, I asked one of the... um, I saw one of our teachers one day. And he had on a Mm t-shirt. And it was so wrinkled. And I asked him where he's going. And he was like, I'm teaching today, and I was like, mm. "Not with that on, you're not." Oh, I said, "Didn't our principal say don't come in here like you just got off a lawnmower?" <laughs> his jeans were wrinkled. His t-shirt was wrinkled. I just, it's just not very professional. Oh, it makes you look sloppy. Hmm. Your turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not. I would be so embarrassed if an administrator call me out about what I was I did thinking. and he never wore another t-shirt like that again. Oh good. He, but he came with the joke. He was like I tried to make sure my butler ironed my shirt properly <laughs> today. I said well it's not my fault that that's not your norm. Like you don't normally, you look very neat normally so I got confused when I saw you looking like that. I thought you were just running in because you were sick and making sub plans right quick. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Okay. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, honey. So, rolling up your sleeves incorrectly. Help me with this one. Educate me, because I don't really... Perhaps I'm not a sleeve roller. Um, well, look. I was about to say, every time I've seen your sleeves rolled, they looked right. Because you normally cuff it one up over a sweater or something like that. That's appropriate. But, like, when people just push them up, Instead oh. of it being like on purpose, like a double roll, roll it once, roll it twice. Yes. This is a lot for men because women, I feel like if you're rolling up your sleeves, it really is for a reason. Like it's a fashion thing. But for men, sometimes they just have a long sleeve shirt and they don't want to be hot. So they yeah. just want to roll it up and they it can look 
Yeah, I've seen that. Like, you're looking like the end of the day at that point. Right. See, and that's what these tips are, you know, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of these, you're looking like the end of the day at the beginning of the day. Yeah. So, you should not be coming out of your house, women, with a long sleeve shirt that's rolled up. Like, I, why did you even put that on? Like, were you planning on being hot? I don't understand. Right. Now, <laughs> there is a really neat double roll trick that's cool. Y'all can Google it. It it And it looks really cool. It looks good. It makes it look crisp. And that is a classic white tee with a double roll on the arm. But if you don't want to do all that, you literally can put a cardigan over it and then cuff it over the cardigan and it makes it look just as neat like what you do. Yeah. So that's, you know. But just understand that rolling it sometimes can make it look neater than if it's cuffed at the at the wrist because that's kind of classy to have a rolled up sleeve. Yeah, 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 I like it. Yeah. Oh goodness! Last one. All this conviction in the room <laughs> right now. Oh no, no. So this one is called the Sharifa rule. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> The runaway. <laughs> The runaway outfit. Please don't <laughs> refer back to episode four. And no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. We will tell you sure what episode it is on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on the show on notes. Facebook page. <laughs> or show notes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't forget. All right. So, <laughs> too many <laughs> accessories. No offense, Charlie Rocks. We don't feel like you can ever have on too many Charlie Rocks right. accessories. But, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't think we do this personally. I don't think I do this. Um so accessorizing can definitely elevate anyone's outfit. <laughs> but I'm the type of person, for instance, if I have on like a cinched waisted belt. I don't want to put on a long necklace with it right. because that's too much. Mm-hmm. Like, because the belt's an accessory, the necklace is an accessory. Mm-hmm. Or if I have on a super chunky necklace, mm-hmm. I don't want super chunky earrings. Nope. I agree. Um, It's just, it is moderation. You want to add a little umph to your outfit. And if you're, like, going more minimalistic with your outfit then you can go chunkier with your necklace. Or you can go, you know, you can go big or go home. Right. But if your, like, if your outfit has a lot of details in it, or a big, huge print, Mm -hmm. or you don't need all those accessories. You don't need the bracelets. And and my friend, one of my very good friends, uh, I used to just watch her style, because you have to always find a little style icon. You got to mm-hmm. find somebody you like to watch and like kind of emulate or whatever. Right, see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, this was my cousin that used to work with me, and mm-hmm. she taught me the art of, you don't always have to have on a necklace, Keisha. You don't Mm-mm. always have to have on a necklace. And I'm like, what do you mean? She was like, sometimes I'll just, this was in my early 20s, she was coaching me up. Sometimes <laughs> you can just have a dangly earring. Your earring can be your pal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. Or so your collarbones mean- can be your necklace <laughs> as well. My fave. So, <laughs> sometimes a statement necklace can cover up the skinny part of your body, which is your collarbones. So, you might want to show them off every once in a while. You know, don't always pile it on. Um, also, accessories aren't just jewelry. So, 
You're not throwing on, I hope you're not throwing on a scarf over your necklace. Like that. One or the other. One yeah. Or the other. Why are you doing all that? <laughs> like, stop it. Or headband. Oh. A flower. I don't even like a, wearing headbands with thick, like, I don't like, I won't wear a wide headband with my glasses. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have See? a thin headband, I'll still wear one. Because my glasses are so... Like, I usually wear over, right. more oversized glasses. And your glasses are an accessory as well. Yes. So, you have to be careful with all that because it's just a lot. Especially if it's a statement necklace and you got, you know, gaudy earrings and then you've got the glasses flower on. shirt. And, you know, it's just a lot of, could be a lot. So, you it have to be, be careful. And that's why I think people are so afraid of fashion and mm-hmm. style. Right. I think that, you know, people feel very intimidated on figuring out when is too much, too much. Mm-hmm. And because accessories are a very easy place to begin with oh, trying yeah. to elevate your style. I love and, accessories. You know, just adding a little, little something different because you can always find a unique necklace. You can always mm-hmm. find, you know, um, it's easy. Those are the easy things to make yourself stand out from mm-hmm. a normal outfit. Right. But um, sometimes means, it's like trying too hard. So it can be. It can turn into that. It can be just, it can. And then you can do matchy matchy with your your accessory like you can i can understand oh we cannot start with this i mean not yet (laughs) where what when (laughs) so this is what where what when is all about i'm really really (laughs) excited about it um we hope to uh Give you tips that will help you. Yes. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our first edition of Where <laughs> What When. And we definitely look forward to um, giving you more tips through the Facebook page and the Instagram page. Yeah. Um, we'll give tips and hints that are supportive to what we've talked about today. Also, we want for you to chime in. I would love to hear, and we're going to give you guys an opportunity to be guests on our show, to share kind of what you what your struggles are with fashion or with style or, you know, what is your number one problem when it comes to getting dressed or when it comes to going out to a certain event? And, you know, I like, I don't know, in this world of Instagram with everybody or Pinterest Mm -hmm. where they definitely have the boards and the things that you can follow Mm -hmm. along I just feel like sometimes you need just a regular voice, like a voice of a, everyday woman mm-hmm. that you know that can give you really practical tips yeah. to follow when you're going out and about to go shop at TJ Maxx perhaps you don't have the money to get the the style box yeah. that is definitely expensive, expensive. Um, and it doesn't really solve anything right like it doesn't teach much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it kind of just gives like it's just a band-aid like okay here here's this bloop now you're great but right, then it's but like, then, and you get this box, and you can really only afford two things out of it. <laughs> so right. I need to know how to go to TJ Maxx and find these mm-hmm. same outfits. Or, I need to know what the dupe for that is, and I need to know where I can find something that's similar. Or you know, when you go out, you can actually duplicate an idea. And yeah. it's one thing to get a Pinterest pin and go and find that whole outfit, but then it's like, what about the next day? So it's it's just kind of like tips that are going to help you be a better, elevate your whole style, not just give you outfits. Exactly. I love it. Yeah, I'm excited about 
about our new year, new beginning. Yes, and mark your calendars for April 14th because I cannot wait. It's going to be, oh my gosh. Amazing. Yes, amazing. It's going to be so much fun. We have such a unique event planned. <laughs> We're already in the works of our um, event. And it's I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like nothing you've ever Experience. experience no so we hope to see you there april 14th yeah um what you got going on this month i'm about to go night night <laughs> so nothing for no, be the, the light. Whole, um, month of february i am booked yeah. i get to do a girl's talk um where we i get to do a, a conversation about uh self-control Mm-hmm. Um, very excited about that. Mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed because I thought I was supposed to get self-esteem, but God showed me otherwise I needed to do self-control oh, that's for a myself good topic. as well. So I'm excited about that. Um, I get to actually go to uh, be a guest author at a scholarship uh, memorial, basically, mm-hmm. um, in here in Georgia, where I'll get to read and and raise money for a scholarship fund of a dear friend that I lost. Um, What else? I know know your calendar is so booked for February, so I'm sure you'll be... And it's not Black History stuff, so don't get it it twisted. (laughs) Because, you know, Black History Month, always folks want want brown folks come do stuff. But it's not even that. It's It's just... um, Straight up work. Yes, work it. What's up with you, girl? Oh, gosh. We're gearing up for our fashion show. So we're working with designers. <gasps> I need to come Our this eco year. fashion show is like... I need like, to come this year. Gosh. So I definitely need to like kind of... No, when is that? Earth Day. So that's April 22nd. Okay. Me and my mm-hmm. girls have to come to that. Because okay. Because... Ansley is really into fashion and oh. doing stuff, making stuff out of things around the house. And that's Clothes. all that really is. It's really cool. I yeah, love it. so they get like. Freak out. It's kind of like that unconventional challenge on um, Project Runway. Yep. I love it. That's what it is. And this is our sixth anniversary of that. And so. Did you start um, that? Yeah. That is Me so and Alicia. Cool. So that's hey, something Alicia, that um, we knew we couldn't do a whole episode without, <laughs> without mentioning you. Hey, boo, share I do this. miss you though. Give a review. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the major thing that's going to be going on with us and um, some other stuff. But I mean, I guess that's going to be a, a big focus for me. Um, that and some egg collab stuff. So, oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to Nina. Hey, girl. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it. Make sure you guys like, review, share, 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 share. And we, I appreciate all of the action that went on during my birthday. You know, this is still my birthday month. I'm not letting it go. Oh, nope. Please go ahead and continue. And I would really love if you share, download, and leave a review. The review is what helps us. Um, just, it does, it does our podcast really well. And thank goodness we have so many people that are listening and we want a lot more. So thanks for doing that for my birthday month. And I think that's it. Yep. We out of here. Peace out. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Sweet Tea and Sunshine. If you want to get in touch with us, make sure you follow us on Instagram at T-Shines, T-E-A. S-H-I-N-E-S. 
And if you have questions or comments or want to contribute, um, you can email us at the T shine at gmail.com. T H E T E A S H I N E at gmail.com. Thanks so much for joining us. I can't wait till next time. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.